here we are with Fellowship Star Wars Pitch Black Season 2, Episode 4, The Proteus. I am Devin, playing the Framework Playbook as the Overlord, the Lord Marshal of the Necromonger Horde. And today we have with us... I'm Stephanie, playing k four one one km an android, using the Air Playbook. Peter as Shiny Peak, the Nevaeant Horse Mystic, the Ogre. Ian, playing Sicarius, a Harch, the Spider Playbook. I'm Holden, playing Zevendre, Human Jedi Knight, using the Lantern Playbook. Excellent. That was a perfect intro we did, guys. Oh, wait, it's August 2021. There it is, I forgot a part. Well, next time, six years in. Are we on episode three or four? We're on episode four. I said four. I started by saying four. I read the thing and it said four. Is it four? Is it four? I think it's maybe three, but that's just me. No, no, three is the Zelda dungeon. Oh, yeah. This isn't a Zelda dungeon. No, no, damn it. A minute and it's already gone tits up. Don't worry about it. The listeners have listened to episode three, which was me and Peter talking about the Zelda dungeon. Uh, We are on episode four going into the dungeon. We actually run the dungeon. Okay. All of this is chronologically sane. (laughs) Yes. So... Uh, brief recap last session you guys went to nelvan uh you talked to some people realized there was a hate plague or a paranoia plague paranoia syndrome it was making people crazy you calmed them down with the orb because the orb can do that and now you're ready because this is the exact same area from the genetic tartaroski clone wars cartoon where the ghost hand incident happened so there's a scat cohen research facility over there that you're going to go to go inside find an ancient Old Republic ship underneath, and get into a bunch of fucking hijinks. As per a Zelda dungeon. So, um, before we... I guess before you guys like go on in, is there a scene or a bit of interaction you want to do before uh, you head off to the dungeon in this Nelvanian village? Well, aren't most of the interactions likely to have somebody like trying to eat us? No, no, no. Oh, no, no, only, we, we calmed they, okay, them down. So we fixed it. There are three steps. There are three steps to the rage virus. There's just being a prick, which everyone kind of is right now. Uh, there is being paranoid and irrational and distrusting everyone, which a lot of people, including the leaders, are getting to right now. And then there is the terminal step, where if you're at step two and someone else's blood falls on you, you go into a murder rage. Fast zombie cannibal times. Oh, I mean, I definitely want to interact with a bunch of guys who are acting like pricks. That sounds like a good time. They're doing better because the orb is here. The orb seems to soothe them. The orb. Yeah. And I fixed fixed a lot of them with the orb. Like, didn't you use the orb last session to exercise Mike? Yes, I did. Yeah. That was well done. Yeah. Like, they they rammed the orb to his face and he, 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 he left. Yeah, I bitch slapped him out of his body. I'm going to put an orb on a stick and just start whacking people a bit. <laughs> I was about to say that. It's, it's too good. I love the consistency the of the orb. The compels you, donk. <laughs> so, with that uh, kind of laid out, uh, yeah, what do you guys want to do before you head down into the Skakoan Research Facility? Well, ask uh, the two Jedi to sort of take take. Take things over in the village and try to calm people down. 
Yeah, Rhubar and Tora can do that, no problem. Yeah, the two like the two uh, the two people with empathy powers seems like they would be good at keeping people chill. We absolutely, it's a good plan. Handle this problem at the source. All right, they will stay here and try to take care of things, make sure nothing escalates, and there's no further like bloodshed. In a very literal way, because that seems to be a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would you like to take with you into the dungeon? Everyone! Everyone, there it is. I'm taking my army into the dungeon with me. Let's take a right. murderous blue man group. Okay, so all of Steph's allies and the, Rep- and the last Republican... So, uh, anyone else want to volunteer? Like, I know Ian's taking his spiders. It's just, it's just gonna happen. They but, just, uh, they always come with me. Yeah. They're just there. Pete, what about you, Pete? What about what, what does Shining Peaks want? Well, I don't think we'll take you know zigzag in because you know if there's something you know bad influencing people there, then you know we might have a Zilla Beast fight. And also, I don't think he fits. <laughs> he also he might not. Have, yeah, it would be a challenge. He would change the landscape <laughs> of that dungeon. <laughs> it's a different way of getting through the dungeon, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. A more straightforward way of getting through the dungeon. It's a little more how Godbound does Ravenloft. Uh, <laughs> it's a hot knife through butter. <laughs> you enter the water puzzle room, the exits are west and East. I go north. <laughs> there, there is no exit north. Zigzag. <laughs> I pass no. fit. Like you uh, enter the water dungeon. Zigzag drains the water. <laughs> Ow. That was big and small. Somebody has a big. Zigzag, you know, hide the beans. <laughs> Well, as soon as the accusation uh. goes out, you can hear panic. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll so, pick my smaller team. What is your smaller thing? Uh, you know, Brumble the Rancor, or if we need to go smaller, there's Bumble the Wampa, or if we, if we need to go smaller, there's Chad Satan. Wow. Uh, I guess the Rancor is pretty small because it's a baby. Yeah. It's probably like only a slightly bigger than a man. I guess if you want your rancor to be here, ho ho ho. Might as well. Okay. Well, be sure to use them for roles and stuff, and not just to be there to take up space. <laughs> Speaking of taking up space, all of Steph's robot <laughs> army. Yes. Which let's see what we got here. We got one of your siblings, a bodyguard, your war horse. I assume that's like a. That's like a speeder bike or like a jet or something and not an actual Yeah, horse. maybe I won't talk. Right? Yeah, maybe I won't bring that one. It's a transforming dog. Hmm. The mountain lion war droid. Is Captain Horace Redlighter coming with? Is he still here? <laughs> <laughs> what? Has he been living on the ship the whole time? <laughs> yes. Yes, he has. Wow. Okay. You remember that British guy? Remember the British uh, dude who was working for the Necromongers? And he was like, you've, what was it? You've buttered my biscuit, but where's the cheese? That guy. That guy's <laughs> been here the whole time. You I know, we drilled him into about, the ship. 
Yeah, well, let's leave him on the sh- on the ship. <laughs> All right. Oh God. We drilled him onto the ship. Like I thought he uh, became part of the crew. I don't know because yeah, I, I feel like I most don't of the crew are robots. About the British guys, Sicarius has been drilling on the ship. I... <laughs> uh, so you got a furling. There are really questions I don't ask now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Deathhead Panoply, another Mandalorian. So maybe not the furling. <laughs> maybe not, eh? But definitely One, everyone two. with guns. <laughs> One, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven. All right, seven companions. Oh, so an army of droids and Mandalorians is coming with you, like a squad. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, just perfect. All right, uh, the, the 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 Republican is there with you guys because you guys already ordered him to come along with in the previous session through a message that no one sent on the ship. Because hmm. remember, he was getting ghost messages, yes. like he does. Made it up then. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, the Skakoan facility is there, and certainly nothing is stopping you, so I'm presuming you're just gonna go for it. Uh, as as you guys are, like, walking in, Sicarius is just gonna be like, don't worry, guys, I'll, I'll go through, like, some passages and stuff and keep an eye on you, and I won't be far behind, but I'm not gonna go directly with you. And he's just gonna, like, put some spiders on the wall, and some spiders are just gonna start scurrying off down the path, and he's going to go, like, around a different route. So that I'm not oh, okay. with the group. Let's try splitting up. That's a neat trick. <laughs> I thought the only route down was in, like, down an elevator. So Yes, you guys but have... I deliberately can't be in the scene for certain powers to work. So, like, Ian just, like, scurries up through the top hatch of the elevator as we yeah. come down to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, ultimate play for loner characters. I just do that, like, xenomorph thing where I just, like, I'm in the vents, and I'm like, see you guys later. Close this vent behind me. This keeps happening in the games I'm in. We keep having party members just scurry off into a fucking vent. Right? Oh, good thing all the vents are pound-sized. Yeah, all the vents yeah. are, are pound-sized. <laughs> Very good, Peter. Excellent <laughs> reference. Every- no one makes small vents. Small vents aren't real, okay? <laughs> it's a conspiracy, like 5G. Yeah. Strangely, all the, sh- all the vents on this ship are precisely heart-sized. <laughs> yeah, They're exactly. sized for a proton torpedo. <laughs> a two-millimeter exo- two <laughs> wide vents. Why do these vents fit a rainforest? Why are these vents for the Zillow beasts? It's fucking weird. <laughs> There's so much air. Like just in these ordinary out. sized rooms, but then we poke our head into the vent, and it's like a fucking subway tunnel. Do you think the CIS uh, is losing because they don't know how to build their bases? Do you, think the, do you think the droids are building the bases? All right, well, this room is 10 by 10 with a 50-foot wide vent running through it. Sounds good to me. Roger, roger. <laughs> Hey, I don't care. Uh, I was built by the lowest bidder. I mean, have you seen the, like, Star Wars architecture? They have, like, random 
like no railings and drop-offs and cliffs. I, I would not doubt that they have 50-foot vents. and I would describe rooms. Star Wars architecture as matte painting core. <laughs> it is an OSHA nightmare. I, I did love how like Obi-Wan is going there to deactivate the like the shield generator in the Death Star and there's no fucking safety railings. Like not even barely, ankle high. The, the platform he's on is like half the size of his feet. He has to like tiptoe around or fall to his death forever, presumably. <laughs> like, could you imagine being the mechanic working on that? I can that tell daily? you that's not a union fucking out <laughs> I, I can tell you that the Death Star uh, engineers do not have a union. I uh, I don't need to look up the ten. war books to know that. <laughs> Just so imagine, that like, you're some officer, like, reading, you know, your data slate, you know, someone sent you a report, mm-hmm. and you step on one of those little fucking mouse droids. <laughs> like, six I stories can, uh, straight down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the first thing the Empire did is outlaw unions. <sighs> so anyways, can I go on the facility? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now... Even though I planned this based entirely off of and have recommended you guys watch the Gendi Tartaroski episode that we are currently referencing, I haven't gotten around to doing that because my internet's been out for a little while. (laughs) So I don't remember how any of this looks or works or what it's like, so be prepared for us to go off canon, listeners. Anyway, this giant machine facility... uh, shit, we've never done that before. (laughs) <laughs> this giant facility scars the landscape. It has like industrial tubes and piping. It looks like a, I don't know, like a chemical factory. Like if you go to Sarnia, Ontario, there's like these things that do nothing but pump chlorine gas and cancer into the air. It looks like one of those fuckers, you know, like those cloud city air purifier type setups with like oil rigs burning off on uh, burning off gas and stuff. You know, all of it shut down, damaged and destroyed clearly from the events of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> that shit. Um, and yeah, you guys approach. I'm assuming on a speeder. You're not going to walk there. It's a fair ways away from the actual settlement. Um, and there's entrance ways everywhere. It's like you have to, you know, scamper to get in or hide to get in. Like it's been opened up by war and conflict and you know time passing. So getting into the facility is not that hard. It's ramshackle. There's busted open tanks everywhere. There's large. Uh, overseer platforms to look down on experimentation. There's reactor cores and machine shop rooms. This whole place was a facility that's been A, stripped totally bare. Uh, after B, it was totally destroyed. In C, some sort of rebellion that took place, that the scars of it are everywhere. You know, dead droids, smashed up Skakoan pressure suits, scarring on the walls, lightsaber marks everywhere. Oh shit, Seven, you know about this shit. We brought this up last session. You're the only person who knows what happened here uh, from the Republic perspective. I sure do. So the story you got, because it's a story that people tell around the water cooler holocron, quote unquote, uh, is that Master Obi-Wan Kenobi and his Padawan uh, Anakin got sent to some fucking planet to investigate some fucking CIS thing, and they were kidnapping the males and turning into mutant cyborg zombie soldiers. And Anakin went through a crazy fucking ritual about a ghost hand and, like, you know, a demon that eats itself and visions and stuff to become their king, went into the facility single-handedly, saved them all, and made them rebel against the Kakoans and, like, just destroyed the whole thing. Then him and Obi-Wan took a ship back to the Republic and filed the report and did not even notice they went straight on through the Strait of Messina and did not interact with the two Jedi behind enemy lines for like 10 years. 
So, uh, yeah. Uh, you know about this. Oh, shit, this is that. Like, this is the thing people were talking about on some planet out in the Outer Rim. It happened here. Hmm. Eh, what a coincidence. The Force is a mysterious creature. <laughs> I love the uh, little detail when the Scat Cohen pops that his little lenses go out of his goggles. Useful Jedi so, solutions. Right? Apply so as it. you were saying, uh, you know, this place is easy to get lost in and you are able to find a service elevator to like, you know, the lower levels. Uh, and it'll bring you there. Because it's already been hacked and like, you know, opened up and destroyed. There's not really anything that's going to stop you. So you take an elevator down to the lower levels, the research basements. Um, the layout of this place says that the research basement uh, is the lowest part of the facility, which you know to be a lie based on just geological readings from your ship, that there's an entire cavern system underneath the facility. So coming down to this broken, destroyed lab, the three of you, it's three players because Ian's, you know, in limbo now, right? Yes. All right. Coming out of the lower levels facility, um, it's a lot less destroyed and ravaged, and there's clear signs that different types of research have been going on here. Um, it looks like this basement was dug out after the facility was uh, built. And if you remember correctly from the last session, I mentioned that this whole place is made of limestone. So it's these big, hard cuts in the stonework and whatnot, which is funny because Holden brought up limestone in Miami. That's what the state's built on as a foundational thing. And apparently it's really super hard, which answers last session's question if limestone is hard. But there's these big, giant, vicious cuts in the, the, the foundation of the planet that have, like, you know, uh, geometric shapes in them for, like, support structures to be put into uh, and stairways and observation platforms and facilities. This whole place has been tunneled out with what looks like lasers, you know, high-energy weaponry to just make their way down. Um, you'll start to pick up very quickly that this basement facility is built to research a ship they built the facility on top of. There's a ship underneath you. And you're seeing signs of it everywhere in the readouts, maps, screens, uh, you know, the equipment here for, like, interfacing with old technology. There are telltale signs strewn across this entire facility that they were trying to get into the ship beneath them and do stuff to it. Including hooking up some of their tech to it to, like, communicate with its computer systems. So... You are in, quote-unquote, room one, the CIS facility. Um, how do you want to proceed before we get into the challenges that are here? Cautiously? Fair. Right. You know, I will uh, start tapping into the CIS systems to see what they learned about the, the ship below us. Sure thing. Um... I can give you some straightforward answers. If you want to dig into things deeper, that seems like that would be either look closely or if you can justify it with talking to the computer like it's a person, maybe speak softly. It's okay. really up to you. Uh, let me roll some dice. Roll some dice. Uh, uh, what? Let's see. Look closely is sense. Yes. Or, Speak softly okay. is wisdom. Okay. Um, well, they're about the same. So, 11. Wh which one would you like to do? They're different moves. 
Oh, okay. Mm, speak softly. All right. You can have a quiet chat with the computer mainframe, and you can ask three questions from the list. All right. What is number one? What is the layout of the ship below? Uh, oh, what yeah, are... they can give you a layout. Oh, sorry. Okay. Continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, are there any dangers we need to know about? Mm -hmm. Um, is there anything secret hidden in the computer concerning the ship below us? And, oh, yeah, and also the rage virus. <laughs> okay, so there you can have a layout of the ship. Easy peasy. You got it. Uh, it's labeled and everything, so I can give you that information when it comes up. I'm not going to preload it because that's madness. Uh, the dungeon has a that's bit of a fair. route. Um, what was your second question? What's um, dangerous? Yeah, what's dangerous? Oh, my God. So much. Uh, this <laughs> level of the facility was designed to be a biological weapons research platform. So they were pulling stuff out of the ship to help enhance that because they figured there was stuff on the ship that could be used for that. Um, they right. also ran afoul of the ship's security system and were able to turn it off. So they had to abandon it, uh, you know, pretty soon after uh, they tripped it by accident. Um, there seems to be a lot of like biological hazards in there. There's a radiation leak and it's hyperdrive that's flooding the engine compartment. Um, and there's, you know, unofficially strewn through some of the notes, uh, a little bit of indication that sometimes the dead walk down there. Like oh, sometimes. Oh boy. Right. It comes up. Uh, as for the rage virus, that is not something they were working on. They were working on viruses. They had viral samples and like were doing stuff down here, but it wasn't to do a rage thing. They were just trying to, you know what? It's easy. It's simple enough to know. They were trying to replicate the blue shadow virus again. What is the blue shadow virus? About 10,000 years ago, it nearly wiped out all life in the galaxy. Uh, and then it didn't because I think people became immune to it. And recently-ish, maybe a couple years back, they tried to develop a better strain of it on Naboo secretly. And Senator Amidala got mixed up in it. And the Jedi sort of know about it because she got infected with it. And so did the Jedi Padawan. Actually, a bunch of clones did too, Holden. So you kind of heard about this when the CIS tried to, you know, virus bomb planets. It was a big kerfuffle. Um, and then they stopped and were able to create an antidote, like a vaccine that just won't, you know, it'll work. They distribute it into every planet's water supply. Easy peasy, done. No consent. <laughs> they just <laughs> that out. Okay. So it looks like they were researching that down here more. They were trying to go back to it because why give up a good uh, idea? But it didn't have. But it didn't create rage and paranoia. Nope, just killed you super fast and su well, not super fast, but you got infected super quick. And it lingered a bunch and made you have to take care of your own uh, troops and stuff. It was a whole thing. They got a whole plan for this. They were going to drop it on Core Worlds. Ooh. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. CIS is, uh, CIS is kind of the worst of the two factions in this war, if you haven't noticed. They're the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at least the outwardly bad guys. They were doing this shit all over the place. Right. Uh, was there any other question I missed answering? Um, those were the main ones, and I think I only got three. Rage virus. Nothing about it. Like, the computer doesn't have anything about a rage virus. That was not a problem they were dealing with. Okay. That 
would seem about to it. be new. Interesting. Okay. So the entryway to the ship that they built up as you go through this facility um, goes into like a, a research room that will lead into the dock, and it's a fairly large room. When you open it to go in, uh, A, full of vines, like live, big, thick plant vines covered in weird red veins and stuff that are just like groping through the floor and the ceiling and ducts, like trying to grab things and pull them. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a problem. The other thing that you, <laughs> should, you would recognize about this room is it leads to the ship. And also all the vines are coming out of a room that's blocked off by overgrowth. It's just flooded with um plant foliage and destruction and it just is not accessible it's one of the locked doors that will become accessible after you get the key to the dungeon okay so the challenge of this room i'm going to throw at you guys is uh get through the killer vines that are going to try and choke and strangle and rip you apart uh you know it's seems like a job for a lightsaber yeah, a lightsaber and or flamethrower would come in handy here. Oh, yeah. You got Mandalorians, they have flamethrowers. Right. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, like so, stay away. What was that, Pete? So now you should stay away because I'm full of the fire. Oh, my God. The right. Swamp ogre. You don't want to be caught on fire. Oh, <laughs> oh, right. He's a, She's afraid of fire. Yeah, Pete's character is weak to fire. It cuts off their regen, dog. Oh, okay. Well, you should probably take a step back then. Okay, guys, go for it. <laughs> yep, I'll I'll lead the way with the swish swish vines. All right, uh, I'm gonna have Holden and Steph. Since you guys are coordinating, I want one of you to make an overcome with hope. Overcome with hope. Uh, what are we rolling? Blood. Uh, yes. Then I'll let Holden do it because he probably has a higher blood than I do. Oh yeah, plus three. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Light. Not a good song. Uh, well, that's a fifteen. Fuck me. Okay, so you overcome this trivial challenge, pretty trivially, uh, and <laughs> apply violence to the solution. You hack and burn and slash your way to the main door, the one that'll lead down to the ship. Uh, and it looks like some of the tech they've integrated from the ship into these comms has lit up the communication panel, actually. Someone's trying to chat to you. Uh, I'll hit the communications panel. Hello? Uh, hello? Is, is anyone there? Hello? Hello? Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Is uh, Help? Where where are you trying? Are you where are you? I'm on an old ship full of zombies. I've holed myself up in one of the security lockdown rooms. Oh, okay. Um, well, we have a a uh, a blueprint of the ship here. Do you do you have any idea what you might be close to? Uh, no, not really. I had to kind of play with some of the systems and set some lockdowns up to keep the monsters out that are here, that are real. Uh, I'm kind of flying blind. This room had food in it, so I've been just uh, sort of surviving. Okay. Well, we're we're going... We can make our way... Th we're making our way through the ship and we'll try to find you. 
Yeah, that'd be great. But, You're not with the Separatists, are you? Because I'm totally a Separatist, if so. <laughs> we'll deal with that when we come to it. First, we gotta get through the zombies. Oh, okay. Your voice just sounds very Skakoan, so I just, I just wanted to be sure. <laughs> For reference, Skakoans live in pressure suits and have robot voices. Ah, okay. Well, just sit, sit tight for now, but we'll stay in contact so we can find our way to you, all right? Yeah, okay. I can see you progressing through uh, when you trip some of the sensors here. So that's not too bad. I can kind of pick up that you're moving into rooms. I'll try to patch you in other rooms. Oh, that would be great. And if you can see anything else on the sensors, let us know if we're, if something's going to, is coming our way. Yeah, sure thing. If you can get me out of here, that'd be great. But you're not Separatist, right? No. That silence is no. killing me. <laughs> that silence is ending my life. Should I take the cyanide capsule? <laughs> Please I have don't. a cyanide capsule. No, no, it's all right. It's all right. We'll get you out of there from the zombies. Okay. We're, we're anti-zombie. All right. Perfect. Excellent. Good to know. It's not a cyanide <laughs> capsule. It'd be a dioxin capsule because dioxin's the, the cyanide gas equivalent in Star Wars. <laughs> It's what they used to try and kill Obi Wan yeah. and Qui Gon in uh, Episode One. Oh, yeah. ah. oh. Mm. All right, you've talked to the voice on the radio. Awesome. Second room. <laughs> yeah, dioxin. There it is. Okay, room two. So uh, you make your way into the docking bay of the ship of the old Republic ship, the Proteus. So this dock that they built to get into the ship's dock is cut from the limestone and has metal and like technology built onto it to turn into a kind of pseudo airlock. You open that up and you're able to drop down into the Proteus's docking bay. And I say drop down because it's built on the ceiling entrance to the docking bay on an angle. Like this was the only way they can kind of get to it because it's in its own kind of natural cave after so many millennia being crashed. So it's sort of one way, unless you uh, are going to be climbing your way back up with like webbing or cables, you know, that kind of stuff. Force jumps. That, that too, that too. I mean, so yeah. I, mean I always have infinite rope, so. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So you drop down into the docking bay and immediately, like immediately, the turrets on the ceiling and the wall. This room is like twisted, by the way, like it's it's on an angle, so like a bunch of toxic waste has submerged half the room where another locked door is but there's an entrance that isn't locked you can get through anyway immediately all the turrets flick onto life and start tracking you guys to open fire things start moving in the water as soon as you touch the ground well i believe that i should go into deflector mode with my lightsaber then okay and anyone else I will um, grab a pa panel on the wall, rip it open, and start trying to uh, break into the circuits to disable the turrets. Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, um, that voice on the intercom is going to ask if it wants to you to like they, they can try and help and shut down the turrets. Oh yes, please. Yeah. Okay. So they just need you. Do you have any moves for uh, hacking? <laughs> I keep forgetting what we're supposed to be looking for in this game. 
Because it's not it looking like finished, then. softly. Yeah, I guess. Um, All right, Steph. Why don't you finish the control panel with... Sense? Wisdom? Dumb. Sense. With sense. sense. With sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's you're disabling going into, the turret. Yeah, yeah Holden, you're going into block mode. So, Pete, you were saying that I should be throwing overcomes at like the group, and then one person should be overcoming them instead of individual ones, right? I think so, because like... I was going to say, like, you well, know, a cut. Yeah. Four repeater turrets are going to open fire on everyone in here before the monsters come out of the water to murder you. What's up? Okay. Yeah, you should probably crowd behind me. Um, I rolled a 12 on finish it with sets. Nice. Okay. Excellent. So uh, the first volley is, you know, going to be fired. Let's see how Holden handles that. Yes, let's see. Oh, wait. Hang Actually, on. I dismissed my dice rather than rolling them. Oh, thank God I don't have to have a dice roller open. You, yeah. oh, by the way, you're rolling with hope. Ah. Oh, so that's Take roll twice, keep, keep the better? Yes. Yes. Roll, roll three, no, no. roll three, keep the two good. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Right. Yes, yes. Okay. I, I immediately said yes. My bad. <laughs> I just wanted to agree. <laughs> uh, that's an 11. Be, I just want to be part of the group. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, hold? That's an 11. That's an 11. Okay. Easy peasy. So you deflect the blaster bolts faster than possible while I phone KM starts trying to disable the turrets. Uh, your friend on the intercom is helping you move through systems. Um, while you're doing that, you were able to unlock a few systems that seem to be in lockdown and the turrets momentarily disable. Um, but there's a timer going down. It looks like there's a main security system that's like tying this all together and it's regenerative and it's smart. So the turrets will shut down, but they're going to come back on. I think that because you finished them though, they're only going to come back on if you have to come back to this room. Okay. Well, I think that's a fair trade-off. Can I ask one of my guys to shoot the turrets out so they don't come back on? Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. I mean, I could always apply violence to them and shoot <laughs> them out. <laughs> okay. But let's talk about the swamp monsters first. Okay. Uh-huh. So, as you guys uh, definitely take care of the turrets, uh, a big giant, rotting, mutated Trandoshan called Killer Croc bursts out of the sewer water bigger than life to harass y'all. Uh, smaller Killer zombies Croc. are coming out of the water too. Yeah. Um. Okay, well I can't do anything about Killer Croc, but I can do something about the smaller zombies. Yeah, sure, they're just zombies. Is he still a threat to the world? Nope, he's not a general anymore. He's just a zombie dragon. Oh, he's not a general anymore. Oh, he got oh. demoted. That makes a difference, Devin. <laughs> Actually, so I shouldn't have said anything because I lied to you. He is not a general. He is still a threat to the world because of bullshit. And you will understand that bullshit okay. eventually. Fair enough. We, fair we've enough. got enough levels piled up that I'll just take your word for it at this point. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. It, it's um, another general the doing other... a thing, and that thing lets it do a thing. It's a whole thing. Past a That's certain okay. point, you just ask. You stop asking where the bonuses are coming. From. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, as Killer Croc like bursts out of the water to attack you guys and these zombies behind him, you you guys all look as Sicarius 
bursts out of a vent above them and there just immediately shoots all the zombies using brutal cunning to strike down an enemy from ambush, instantly killing them. Right. And then he's just sticks back up to the wall and he's like, Hey guys. All right. All the zombies are dead. Fine. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> Except for killer. No, Croc, uh, killer was still. Yeah. Killer Croc is still there. Coming right at you guys. Deal with killer Croc. I'm going to continue covering um, K114M for a moment. I'll give Shining Peak a chance to deal with this asshole. All right, Shining Peak. It's all you. Okay, uh, do I have an advantage? Should I start giving rid of them, or do we need to create an advantage? There's no advantage on Croc. Croc is also throwing a, uh, I guess, a soft cut at you to murder you. <laughs> okay, then. Then I'll overcome it and just go clash with it, I guess. Okay. He's a threat to the world, if that matters. Uh, I'll pay a price by creating collateral damage. Excellent. The ogre I am. <laughs> and I rolled a nine. So that Fair. means I... Have to pay a price. How oh, about I pay the I, price sheet. You know, oh right. How about I create some more collateral damage? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Infinite wow, collateral wow. damage. Heat so, the collateral damage. Yeah, two additions of collateral damage. I'm going to say are going to make it harder for you guys to stick together, and I'm going to also say. Uh, you guys are all going to get doused in toxic waste if you don't get away from where you are and scatter. Okay. Okay. I am going to use a web to leave the scene as I crawl back into the vent like the xenomorph <laughs> I am. Bye. Bye, uh, Securious. See if you can find that trapped fellow. I mean, not no. Okay, thanks. Strike the ambush again later. <laughs> I'm going to like try and use the force to push uh, some of the splashing. I, I assume they're wrestling and just splashing toxic waste everywhere. Oh yeah, like big shock waves to... of it, waves. So I'm going to use the force to try and push that away from uh, K114M. Okay. All right, overcome for them. All right, I, I do have a plan here. You're going to see it in a second. Excellent. And roll for hope. Excellent. And roll with hope. Oh yeah, because you're serving. Alrighty. That would be a uh, twelve. Nice. Well done. And because I took eons ago, I took uh, survivor out of the as a as a, as a uh, worldly knowledge custom. Uh, when I overcome harm uh, on a seven up, I either heal or get away as if I rolled a seven through nine. Oh, nice. So I will use that to get out of the splash zone and over to the door, uh, avoiding any harm along the way. All right, sick. You move on through and you overcome the harm on uh, 41KM. And no one else is in the splash zone except Peter. All right. Um, you're wrestling with Killer Croc. And you're going to get toxic waste on you, Pete. How do you stop that? And he's Pete? he's muted. His mic Pete? is muted, but he might be able to hear us. 
right, I'm going to hit the pause oh, button. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, no, he's back. No, that's fine. Uh, can I wrestle Killer Croc into the incoming way so he can body it? Or Yes, yes, that is possible. Uh, what would you like to do for that? Is it toss throw things? Is it the throw power? Um, well, either way, it's something with blood, I guess. But yeah, I guess that'll be the toss aside, right? All right. Okay. That's, you know, 12 plus. Absolutely. So, um, so I guess um, crash through something, take damage, and destroying it, and, you know, crash into someone, there's anyone there, I guess. Oh, there's no one left. You killed them all. <laughs> That's it's just not there so anymore. Just, crash through so something, damaging taking damage, dead, crash. and destroying it. Perfect. That's fine. What happens to Croc. Let's go look at his stats real quick. Uh, okay, I guess I'll turn off uh, Necrofire, which means he's no longer melee, necrotic, and ranged. Oh, threat to the world. Pay a price. Pay a price. Collateral damage. Hmm. Alright, so that's three collateral damages in a row. This room is starting to collapse. <laughs> Huzzah! So, you all have to get out of here uh, stat before you're separated and buried alive in toxic waste. Okay. <laughs> uh, Croc is going to... You tossed him aside, so he's thrown super far away. So he's going to try and charge and grab one of you guys, but he's not going to be able to close that distance super fast. He's not a fast character. Um, so the only thing I can think of is leaving the ball in your court. Get out of here before the whole place collapses. The ceiling is starting to come down. Okay, let's go through the nearest exit, and if there's not one, shoot shoot our way out. Alright, hold you out to the door first. It's locked. I have a, I have a multi-pick in the form of a lightsaber. All right, you're going to start cutting your way through the door, just like Qui-Gon did in episode one. A very fast method. All right. <laughs> Jedi is cutting through the door. What are y'all up to? Cutting through the door is going to take time. Like, on its own, anyway. I guess I'll grab one of the panels that just, you know, falls from the ceiling and just you know, use that to shield the Jedi and the exit and everybody else around. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. Good. Yeah, that's a good idea. Four one KM overcome. Yeah, um, let's do an overcome. Making a move against Croc requires paying a price. Yes. Mm. From the pay a price chart. Anything involving Croc, even like getting environmental obstacles in front of him, acting against him. Any okay? Any move against it? Hmm. Hmm. Uh. Well, it sounds like Shining Peak has has Croc covered and. Zevin is busy cutting through the door, so there's not much for me to do. Yeah. The door's problem is that it's on lockdown. This whole place has a security lockdown going on, and it's making everything harder to move through it. Wait a minute. Oh. The voice on the radio. Hey, guy. Can you unlock yeah? door number 
37F? Uh, the cargo bay? Uh, yeah, yes. Let me, let me take a look. I think I got something for it. One moment. And uh, he'll switch something on on the speaker system, and you'll immediately, like, immediately start hearing the sounds of people being gunned down. And, like, screaming sounds. Everyone take a damage. Oh, God. Okay. I don't think that was it. Sorry. Uh, quick, someone shoot the panel. Maybe it's the one that, you know, opens the door, you know, when you shoot it. Another one that closes the door when you shoot it. I mean, Zeman's like halfway through at this point. Uh, but Killer Croc is going to close and he has a piece of debris from the collapsing ceiling that he's going to like huck at you guys to try and like smash that door up to stop it from opening. It's like right now, Shining Peaks, you're, you know, you're tanking the ceiling debris, but now what do you do? Croc's closing in. Well, I can always move between it and the door and therefore take the damage because I take all the damage that comes through me. Wouldn't you also be... Uh, protecting the little ones. Yeah, I suffered the harm in this place. All right, so you're just gonna take the harm. Yeah, I'm just gonna take the harm. All right, take a harm. Uh, Croc slams <laughs> into you, and like uh, the Hulk and Abomination in the Lego video games, you guys start punching each other. <laughs> punch! 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 Excellent. All right. Uh, so with that, uh, Zevin, you're able to finish cracking through the door. Like I'm not even gonna make you roll because again, it just it's a time thing. You gotta buzz through a big lockdown door, huh? Mm-hmm. It's almost like this thing was made as thick as it needed to be to stop conventional lightsabers from cutting through super fucking fast. <laughs> That's weird. It's an old Republic ship. What an interesting feature. Hmm. I wonder if there were a lot of Jedi or I mean lightsaber wielding enemies back in the old Republic. Some sort of empire. Uh, Only all electronic right. arts knows for sure. Oh my god, right? Mass Effect version zero. Hmm. Alright, you guys are able to get through room two, the Proteus docking bay, to the engine room. So, this room is still slanted, much like the rest of the ship. Uh, that door, by the way, you're going to have to seal behind you because Crocs are trying to crawl through. I'm assuming you guys shut that door down. Um, so it's flooded with, uh, so it's, it's clear the engine room. It has a lot of like large cylindrical turbines, um, that like have their own platforms around them. There's power everywhere. There's shields. It looks a lot like that area of Naboo from Phantom Menace where they're fighting Maul at the end, but smaller scale. So it's not like a big fucking nightmare. Like it's not a Mm -hmm. entire planet inside the engine room. But it's that design where it's like dead drops, no safety rails. Uh, force fields are powering on and off at random intervals at all times. And this place, if you have any equipment that lets you detect radiation, is flooded with radiation. Coming from a door behind three ray shields uh, that has the highest concentration that's locked. So set up that's not great. the room. Not great at all. You guys, are, uh, you guys can hear the hum and it's ominous. And there are things moving in here. Also, the turrets turn on and start shooting at you. <laughs> Again? God damn it. This. Yes. Every room has turrets. Every room will be shooting at you. Until you turn off All the right. turret system in one of the rooms. I plug into the nearest uh, uh, port and try to shut them down again. 
And I'm going to go back into the deflector dance as she does (laughs) keep shots off of her and the lot of us, frankly, is she does that. All right. You want to get advantage from the voice on the radio? Yeah. Absolutely. So you'll, you know, you call them up. Hey, guy, can you turn off the turrets? Guy, my God. Um, wait, what do you mean? You, we just did that. You did in... Different room. Now it's in a different room, and I think it only turned them off for a short amount of time. All right, I this machine code's hard to read, but what room are you in? It looks like the engine room. Bunch of force fields and radiation? That is the one. Yeah, I could do something about that. Uh, give me a sec, and you can have advantage on the turrets. What does advantage mean? It means you're allowed to finish the He's turrets. Finish again, so you, you can finish them with wisdom again. Okay, well, I got an 11, so... So, that's happening. Holden, your, I'm assuming, uh, what, what would you call it? Overcoming the turrets. And uh-huh. Shining Peaks, I'm about to throw some problems at you, because there are problems here. <laughs> Do I continue to get advantage for protecting KM? Yes. Or? As long yeah. as you're protecting me, roll with it's hope. It's hope. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So All right. So as... Pardon? Oh, no. Cool. I can't. Two people spoke at once one, again. One, two, one. I've, I've <laughs> somehow oh. failed. Uh-oh. Oh, you all take damage from gunfire from the turrets before they power down. Ow. Ow. Also, as this is happening uh, from the one of the platforms you're on, uh, Zevin, you get separated from the group as a one-armed corpse leaps up, tackles, and puts his one arm around you to hug you and drags you off the platform to another platform uh, lower and nearer the radiation. Mike, who can make hard cuts that cannot be overcome, has entered the fray. Oh, no. Oh, no. Quick, Sakarius, kill it. I don't think it's a general. It's I don't not think a general. I can kill Mike. Oh, it's not? Yeah, no, uh, he's yeah. Just, uh... then... Yeah, as, as Mike's, like, dragging... Um... <laughs> <laughs> as Mike's dragging Zevin down, Sakarius just, like, pops out of a vent on the side and drags Mike into the vent and then pop, comes out and is like, Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> Zevin, like, picks himself up from the platform. You know, you're really wearing out. Where'd he, where'd he go? I just, he's, he's been disposed of. Don't worry. Cool. Take a damage as he stabs you and grabs you with his bare, rotting flesh, and then take un- and then pay a price for touching him. He had tough as nails. Nah. The first time he'd be destroyed, his stack gets damaged. No. So That's you're going to be like... So he gives you the thumbs up from the vent, and then Mike grabs him by the throat and drags him into the vent, and the vent closes behind him. Sicarius and Mike are gone. <laughs> okay, wait. So I took a damage, and then I have to take a... Uh, pay a price. Pay a price? Oh, no. Hmm. Um, I'm going to... I will spend some relevant gear as I spend a bear trap to, like lock it down to like clamp myself in place so he can't drag me too far away 
All right, you're in the vent, and he is just on you, just laughing and using that one arm to like grab your face and try to <laughs> slam it against the wall over and over and over again. Like laughing, having a good time. Have a good time. Have a good time. Oh, yeah, I've got Queen stuck oh. in my head now, too. Thank you. Right? <laughs> so you can hear this fight going on in the vents. It sounds horrific. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, so you shut down the turrets, you deflected the shots and all got shot, unfortunately, that sucks, uh, but the turrets power down, as you can see at the bottom of this area, more zombies are starting to crawl their way up, like weaker ones. Uh, they all look like Republic crew members, like 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 old Republic-style uniforms and like jumpsuits and uh, whatnot, stuff you've seen in museums. So the, on, the, the incoming threat are more zombies. Meanwhile, you guys are uh, still being exposed to radiation uh, in this room. I hope I've thrown enough problems at you. <laughs> deal with zombies, deal with radiation. Sicarius is in a fight. <laughs> well, I guess I'll go and um, deal with the zombies using my God of War to keep them busy, no matter how many there are. Yeah, okay. Go for it. So you're going to be able to keep them all busy. Do you get an auto success, or is it just a roll you got to make? Just a roll. I'm just allowed to keep you know groups, gangs, and armies busy despite being a one person thing. And all I right. roll a ten. Okay, so, so keep them busy. So, um, Shining Peaks jumps down into the fray of zombies, and like I know Harry Potter's a thing, but when they introduced in the last movie the pool full of zombies, or not the last, I guess the third last movie. Where they're like they're all reaching up with their hands to grab you and stuff, and it looks like a swarm underwater, and looks actually visually compelling. It's a lot like that. <laughs> Just zombies. Just keep punching. Keep those punching them and tossing them back, and so on, so on. It just it's an all endless right. treadmill. Four one km and uh, Zevin, what's your next? Uh, what are you up to? Well, can I ask my guys to fire on the zombies to try to give Shining Peak advantage? Yes, there are enough of them that if three of your guys, three separate of your companions, damage a stat, it'll be enough to give Shine Peaks advantage on all of them. Okay, well, I will have several, at least three of my guys, fire on the zombies. Okay. So a bunch of Mandalorians open fire on zombies to give Shining Peak advantage. Zevin, what are you up to? Things are happening. Things are escalating. They they sure are. Um, <laughs> they sure are. What's going on with Killer Croc? Oh, he hasn't come to the, the previous room, room yet. Mm. He's in Still the previous room under the, the rubble. Oh yeah, yeah. Like eventually, he's not there yet because um, the the Caven triggered his Undying stat, but his Undying stat just flicks him back to life after a while, and then he'll resurrect and keep trying to come after you guys because he's adjacent. See, we need to shoot down that you know, control panel that shuts another blaster down. You have to shoot a control panel to shoot another blaster down. Yeah, that makes sense. To shut, uh, shut down another blaster door. Because, you know, Star Wars panels. One of them, you know, when you shoot it, it opens the door. Another one closes the door. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I cut a hole in the other door, so... I'm not sure it's open or closed. That matters that much at this point. Alright, so I'm going to move back to Sicarius then, because they are in, you know, danger. 
actually, uh, no. Um, what, this, uh, uh, the vent, is it flush with the wall, or is it like one of those big ducts crossing the room? Uh, it is flush with the, the ceiling. Like, it's not like just hanging there. You can't just cut it loose. It's part of the ship. Okay, but I can hear them like bumping and slamming into each yeah. other and fighting in the in the damn yeah. thing. I guess I okay. guess technically this would be a Jeffrey's tube. All right. Well, hmm. I'm going to close my eyes, let the force guide me, and try and drive my lightsaber right up through the ceiling and hopefully into <laughs> into uh, Mike and not Sicarius. Yeah. All Amazing. right. Yeah. <laughs> roll. Let's see what happens. Let's see how this plays um, out. It, do I have advantage as he's distracted with killing Sicarius? Just, yeah, or? yeah. No, you just just roll. They, you have advantage on both of them. You have advantage on both these characters right now. Oh god. <laughs> cool. And we're back. Zencaster for some reason just decided to wrap up our last recording, so he, here here we are <laughs> on part two that'll be edited in seamlessly, including this part that I'll forget to cut. So uh <laughs> you just took a stab at someone in the Leave it in for rolled. authenticity. Why not, right? Leave it in for authenticity, I say. So, so what did so, you get in your finish them? Uh that was an eleven, which I thank God I left up on my screen all this time. Yeah, yeah, that'll help. So, Sicarius, you're wrestling with this monster in the vent, and before you can do anything, uh, a lightsaber cuts through the darkness uh, in creating molten metal and uh, stabs him. He's super dead. <laughs> Even yeah. more dead. Extra dead. Sicarius just, like, crawls out of the vent and stands beside uh, Zevin and is just like, thanks for that. <laughs> thumbs up like terrified as as a lightsaber like probably like was like yeah. right in front of his face yeah. six thumbs up it's like yeah. Jake, so his pedipalps are still there yeah yeah <laughs> so let's cut down uh, to uh, yeah thank you so on that we'll swing the spotlight down to the gutter of the engine room where uh, Shining Peaks is fighting a horde of zombies being fired upon by Mandalorians uh, what's your next move Pete well, since so I'm here, I have an advantage. I guess I'll have to murder them all. Put them to rest. Blah. Put the zombies down. That's 12. So okay, yes, we'll... I put them down well. The, just the smashing process... them against the walls. and Yeah, Go. the process is simple. Everybody pay a price for being in the radiation too long. As, we, as you clear out the room deftly. Okay. I'll take damage. You're not going to cause collateral yeah. damage, Pete? Uh, I mean, I could, but... What's the inhales of me or radioactive you know, dust? I'll destroy some gears. It's, I, I think one of my healing kits is... Can I just destroy one? No, that's using... I, I have to get rid of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say the I'm gonna toss out the healing kit, uh, as I suspect that is yeah. rendered unusable by the radiation. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably since... injecting radioactive bacta is not a great idea. I'm gonna take a handicap, oh. making the situation harder. This for is myself. the old republic, so it would be cold to it's not that old, Jesus. Oh, right, yeah, you didn't get your medical kit from the Old Republic. I'm drunk. What was that, Ian? Sorry. I said I was going to take a handicap making the situation harder for myself. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Mike comes to life and snaps one of your arms off. Ah! Wow. Okay. He'll grow back. Don't be oh. a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, no. like freaking out a little bit as his arm clearly got ripped off. No. Just, if his arm got oh. ripped off, does that mean Claire Mike will possess him? Yes, on, eventually. How, how, how is that a consequence of radiation? <laughs> Suffer a set, uh, take a handicap, making the situation harder for yourself. Uh, I guess Mike got a jump start from the alien radiation that let him perform a vengeance act. That is, that he, is very literal. He performed a literal <laughs> handicap. Like, sometimes uh. a cigar is just a cigar. Get a handicap. Bump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, death rattle. Yeah. All right. So, um, you enter. Oh, moment. There's one more thing we gotta do. Oh, right. Yeah. All right. We'll hold that for later. Cool. So you enter the next room, but not the one that's sealed off by radiation, and you end up in. Oh God! You're in a stellar cartography room. It has a big giant space map and computers everywhere, crunching numbers about space and cartography and mapping. It has one of those like battleship maps in the middle with like the little glass parts going over it tracking where things are in quadrants a lot of grids everywhere you know uh computer terminals data drive slots that kind of stuff uh so when you walk in obviously the turrets turn on i mean like what are you expecting right uh and there are a bunch of zombies uh here smashing up the place trying to destroy stellar cartography so you don't get to have it yeah So, uh, yeah, you guys, the threat here is you have to stop the zombies from destroying stellar cartography, because if you stop them, you'll get a cool reward. Okay, uh, I'm going to keep them busy to hopefully give somebody else the advantage to finish them. I'll Go for it. Let uh, Shane so. handle that while I try and keep us from getting uh, blown to bits by the turrets. Courage. Oh, are there turrets here, too? Always. Everywhere. Oh. Everywhere you enter. Alright. I'll tell since uh Sicarius is giving us advantage, I'll have well, my my and Mandalorians aim for the head. Uh hmm. yeah, on um, I rolled a seven. So buy some time, their attention's all on me for now. Okay. Oh good, and, the zombies yeah, will start Sicarius. swarming you. Yep, yeah, he's just like Hey, over here. Look at me, you guys. Come here. Pay attention the, to me. Smell the, the blood. blood as he's like spewing blood randomly, I'm sure. <laughs> um, eight. I have some irradiated bakta if you, if you want that. <laughs> uh, I'm good. Thanks. What though. was that you said earlier, Pete? Uh, they smell the fresh blood from you, know, the missing arm. Ah, yes. Very good. Okay, the zombies are going to swarm you. Who got eight on a what? I I got eight on telling my Mandalorians to headshot the zombies. That is not a rule you have to make. That's just you using bonds of servitude. What you do is you damage Unless a Unless you have some move for that. Oh. oh, yeah. Do you have a move for that? Do I I thought it was... I wasn't She's sure rolling to was. finish them. Yes, I'm rolling oh, to finish them. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Then yes, by all means. What did you get on finish them? Eight. 
All right, so you're gonna damage. I'm just gonna say the swarm of zombies. Like it's this one big dumb stat block. I'm not. I'm not gonna do five zombies. You have to take out like a grid map. That's insane. So yeah, sure. You shoot up their ability to stay like uh, I don't know, one of their viciousness stats. They have a stat for being super goddamn vicious, and you just disable it. They have one stat left for being a swarm, and they're gonna swarm Sicarius. The turrets, by the way. Uh, did anyone overcome that? Yeah, that was me. Okay, what did you get on your overcome? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, since I'm protecting the air, I still have hope? Yep. Okay. Oh, awesome. Groovy, groovy. Uh, well, that would be a 12. Oh, nice. That's solid. Which that is means extremely solid. I, yeah, which means I get to heal. Oh, my God. All right, so you're deflecting shots left, right, and center. Um, the turrets are not disabled. The zombies are being shot. Shining Peaks, what are you up to? Um, I don't think we have any advantage on anything. So I guess I'll, I don't know, maybe go after the zombies with... Huh, how about, you know, the Rancor? I'll use the start Claws and Death so that it will start just tearing into them. And I'll finish them up with blood as well as I, you know, smash them and toss them into the rancor, I guess, to, you know, just eat it. Excellent. All right. Go and for that's it. that's a 10 plus. All right. Zombies are gone. You cleared out the zombies. Uh, the turrets yeah. are still going to be firing on you this entire time. Like, they're just going to keep shooting constantly. Okay. Pew, 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 pew. So, well, you know, Zevin's there deflecting, but. All right. I'll try to hack them again. Do you want assistance from your friend on the comms? Yeah. Remember how that went last time? Uh, it worked pretty well last time. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't, didn't it succeed? Didn't we get damage or something like that from that? No, you that got damage because... <sighs> yeah. All yeah, right, so you're going you're gonna to call up your friend, Steph? Hello, trapped person. Uh, Could you give hi. us assistance as well? Hello. Uh, yeah, where are you? We are in the stellar cartography room. Huh, that's right by the deadlight chamber. Yeah, okay, I know where you are. One moment. Uh, what do you need? Wait, I'm sorry, why did you call? What did you need? Could you please help us with the turrets? The turrets? Yeah, 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 I got that. Don't worry about it. You can get advantage. Uh, hey, Holden, you're deflecting light blaster bolts, right? That's me. So the big hollow map in the middle of this room that I'm sure you're all picturing, like any Star Wars map room, uh, shuts yeah. off and then turns back on. Uh, it starts with a picture of a red dot that starts blinking slowly and then faster and faster. And then as the dot keeps blinking, it starts vibrating. As it vibrates, it starts tracing and starts making shapes. Um, they're extremely hypnotic geometric patterns that if you stare at them too long, specifically Zevin, they're... The type of mandalas the Jedi Temple used to sort of like get people into an altered mind state for force training. And this one's running pretty rapidly and pretty aggressively. Also, Steph, you had advantage to finish the turrets. Your friend gives you advantage. Oh, okay. Uh, Twelve. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're off. Boop. Turrets turn off. Okay. Just probably good because Devin's sort of spacing out, watching the mandala script run 
Yeah, yeah. It's talking about uh, the natural state of the Force and the balance of life and death and the dark and the light and how if you're a better Jedi, you can stop people from dying and bring them back from the brink. And that's totally something the Jedi Temple's all about. And it's starting to give you instructions and techniques that you can start practicing to start to slowly reverse the effects of mortality. I don't know. That doesn't seem like the kind of tale a Jedi would tell me. <laughs> it's talking all about how you have to have passion and like you have to have courage and you have to have strength and resolve to push back the mortal coil. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, funny how this to... ship had anti-lightsaber blast doors, isn't it? <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, do you want to learn some force tricks? Some force tricks, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Everyone take a damage. No. <laughs> Hold and put on your uh, gear list uh, force technique X one use. Let me know when you want to try using it. It's. Uh, I was. I was. I was genuinely being sarcastic. No, he's going to put his lightsaber you, through the projector. You got to be careful with sarcasm. I'm wicked autistic, man. I can't. <laughs> <read>. <laughs> I cannot read sarcasm. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So you don't get a cool free power. and No one gets damage. Fine. Uh, but you do stab your lightsaber through the thing and destroy it. Perfect. But everyone did still take damage. This wasn't a Republic vessel. Wait, everyone did or didn't take damage? Oh, everyone did still take damage. You all okay. saw it. Not holding though. He uh, rejected it. Quick question. Is a new room a new scene? Nope. Okay. Or wait, That's stop. Fine. What do you need it to be? Well, if it's a new scene, every scene I get a free web. So okay. just I mean it's 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 okay either web. way. We'll okay, say if each I get room my free web scene in the movie. <laughs> okay. Then um if I get a free web, I'm going to leave the scene before I take a damage. Just All right, goodbye, you leave the there. scene before the ancient Jedi lore pops on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go back into the vents where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the map powers off. You did all take damage except Holden. Keep that in mind, that happened. And, um, yeah, the, the turrets power down. The threats have been resolved. You got the map room to yourself. Stellar cartography. Beginning to think this may not be a Republic vessel that we found. A dark thought. What? I mean, it looks Republic style. It has all the accoutrements and all the, the designs of it and stuff. But what if? What do you think it might be, Zevin? Something, frankly, best not spoken of. Hmm. <sighs> The dead were attacking these terminals, these uh, these consoles. I haven't ever seen them particularly pay attention to anything that wasn't alive before, have you? No, I have not. What? You're right. What would they be destroying? Something they don't want us to find, perhaps then we should investigate.
I'm going to plug into the the one of the terminals and start sifting through the data. Sure thing. Stellar cartography uh, has. Oh, uh, this is the Proteus. You're on the Proteus. The Proteus was one of the ships that was part of the Ghost Hands fleet when they went to retrieve that ship out in the void of space between galaxies. You know, the Zepho ship that caused all this fucking problem. The ship you, uh, the the Ghost Hand was the ship you found, or the Zepho ship you found uh, partially crashed on Hoth, full of treasures and riches. Or that might have been the Ghost Hand. I don't remember anymore. It's been months. But this is part of that ship. It was in its basically, like, you know how bigger ships can hold smaller ships? This was one of those courier research vessels that they had tailing along with it, doing research and development and, like, exploring the artifacts while everyone was starting to go into cryosleep. So the crew here would phase in and out of cryosleep to keep doing research as experiments were running and timers were ticking down, basically. Mm -hmm. um, stellar cartography maps out all the systems they went through on their way, uh, you know, before they started to power up the Zepho ship's weird hyperdrive uh and they before they even got to that point they were actually using what knowledge they had of the zepho before they even got here to use a prototype warp, uh, hyperdrive system that they had built and were adapting with zepho tech so the proteus hmm. has experimental hyperdrive on board probably okay. walked behind that door in the previous room full of hard radiation all right all right it's the stellar cartography has been running ever since it crashed in the Strait of Messina along with the rest of the fleet back in the day. And it's actually mapped the entire strait. A lot of the data is missing now because the ghouls did a bunch of damage. But there is some triple backed up, uh, like physically present data here in this room that needs a command crew authorization to unlock. And that seems to still be secure because it was so important they backed it up physically. Wait a minute. We have an old Republic crew. Is the Republican around? Yeah, he's standing right over your shoulder, dripping onto you. <laughs> Excuse me, Republican. I would require your assistance with this, since you were a part of this research vessel fleet. The Republican nods slowly, turns to, turns to Shiny Peaks. I think she's talking to you. You're the Republican. No, <laughs> <sighs> oh, I think you know, I was just talking to you. I don't know. I didn't hear a thing she said. I can't understand her accent. <laughs> ah. How do Republicans authorize themselves? I mean, you could Republican? grab him. Like you could physically grab him, grab his hand, and put his hand on the the, the authorization panel, and he'll do it. Sure, I gently do that so that the other hand doesn't smack you away or something. The other hand won't smack you away because it knows that you're trying to do something and this guy's a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, uh, author uh, what was it? Shipper author uh, authorization uh, codes or chain codes. That's the fucking word. So yes, the ship accepts his uh, commander chain codes. It looks like he was third ranking officer on the ghost hand. Uh, and unlocks the data drives literally in the terminal hold and stabbed. Like, the terminal rises up from the floor, and there's a big fucking data box underneath it in a safe with data in it. Not Brent Spiner, like, information drives. <laughs> All right, let's plug it in and see what's on it. Ah, you'll have to decrypt it on your ship. It's cool information for after the adventure. It's loot. Okay. You got special loot. Okay, neat. Ba, 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 ba. And like 
I like loot. Looting. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. So, um, that voice will come over the radio. Hey, I was able to clear a channel. Are you guys safe? Yes, we have cleared some zombies from the stellar cartography room. That's an upsetting phrase, but great. You're right by the, uh, the deadlight prism uh, chamber. What is the deadlight prism chamber? Oh, I don't know. That's what it's called, though. As far as I can tell, some of the utility tools the crew were using to deal with... Uh, it's hard to read these logs, but I think the crew was dealing with a problem, and they were using the tools in the chamber to resolve it. That's the best I can make out. I don't read Old Republic. I see. I see. Thank you. But I think if you can get into that chamber, it'll reset some of the security lockdowns. And past that, you could probably get to the security nexus from there. That would be very useful. Yes, thank you for telling me that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if you can get into the deadlight chamber, you can probably then backtrack to the docking bay. And I think that's where the security nexus is. Excellent. That is that will be very useful. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll uh, hopefully see you all soon. And uh, the call will end with your stranger. Okay. Has no one asked him his name yet? No, no you're so bad Darth for that. Maul. We're no. so bad. It's fucking Darth Maul when we get there. It's I fucking not Darth Maul. Calling it. Okay. We just had Darth Maul. I've just been calling him Guy the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Darth Guy. I've, not I've noticed. <laughs> Darth Plagueis the Wise. Do you want to take the time to ask this person their fucking name? Yes. What's your given right. Jedi name? Christ. Okay. Calls him back. I'm so sorry. What's your name? My name is Dash Rendar. I'm an enlisted man in the Glorious Army of the Republic's Tech Corps. Or the Grand Army of the Republic, or whatever. It is a pleasure to meet you, Dash Rendar. I am 411KM. The Statistics famous droid? droid? Yes. Oh, well, that's unusual. Okay. <laughs> and with me is Zevendre, the Jedi, Shining Peak, Anelvan, and... Sicarius is here somewhere. <laughs> you just hear scuttling in the vents. <laughs> Wait, did you say you had a Jedi with you? We do. Oh. Oh, cool. All right. I haven't seen a Jedi since I was on my ship. Neat. Um, How much time has passed since the Clone Wars? They're still ongoing. Oh, that tracks. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Awesome. Well, that answers all my relevant questions then. Uh, huh. I'm not even supposed to be in this war. <laughs> I joined up for the medical corps because it was an easy gig. Well, I am sorry you find yourself here so unexpectedly, but hopefully we can help you. All right, perfect. Well, thank you. Uh, see you soon. All right. If you were to look up Dash Rendar, you would find that he was a technician aboard the Event Horizon. 
Oh, interesting. Didn't even ask what he was doing here, how he was trapped down here for so long. <laughs> Y'all are like Steven Universe. I love it. You're like little babies in the world, not interrogating any part of it. <laughs> just, oh, just a random technician got stuck down here on this 10,000-year-old ship. <laughs> just some Republic yeah. guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anakin and Obi-Wan didn't save him when they went through this place. No. We're going to have a buddy for the tricameral man here. There you go. Another one. All right. Another Republican. <laughs> so, uh, you... Fox News. Oh, my God. So, I'm going to start demanding Fox News. No, it'd be Lothcat News. <laughs> uh. Uh, it'd be it'd be crossfire with uh fucking cad bane retired bounty hunter <laughs> cad bane and hondo malari oh. or, or hondo onaka on uh crossfire talking about emperor uh, chancellor palpatine <laughs> they're like the chancellor is clearly overreaching this is unbelievable and hondo a pirate's like ah, i've heard it both ways <laughs> That's fake news. No. <laughs> Hondo is an uh, old pirate grandpa. He's definitely susceptible to Fox News. Absolutely. That's his demographic. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gonna retire uh, that old man into the old folks' pirate home. <laughs> so you take cool. a funiculum. Which, you know, hey, bonus points to know what that is. I only learned it from Dave Sex. Uh, down to uh, a room that is clearly, clearly labeled Deadlight Prism Calibration Chamber. There's a lot of warning signs everywhere. Like, make sure you're in your suit. Do not look directly into the aperture. Um, be aware of repetitive thoughts. Another sign, be aware of repetitive thoughts. <laughs> There's a bunch of safety warnings you go by. That's like signs, uh, signs of of uh, of brain compromise of of a compromised brain. And it's just a list of things, including coughing up shapes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's terrifying. <laughs> Can't wait for you guys to start coughing up shapes. <laughs> Well, that's concerning. <laughs> All right, so the funiculum ends. It opens you up into a dot, into a airlock. The airlock cycles. I got a little beep on Discord. Did somebody need to tell me something? <laughs> yeah, it's like that, but it goes down, like uh, you know, cut through the uh, cut through the walls. Uh, all right, so. You guys get to the end, go through a dock, it opens, you are in the deadlight chamber. The deadlight chamber looks like a cylinder um, that has a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like an arched ceiling, like it's not, you know, it's not a flat top ceiling, the ceiling domes down and the ceiling domes from the, uh, from it, the floor also has a dome, like a curve. Um, concave, concave and convex, I don't know how to say it. You're in a sphere with like a really big midsection is the best way I can get it across. Okay. Bad at describing shapes. Anyway, middle of this room, giant spooky spike pillar full of spikes that's giving off visible light pollution. Like looking at it is makes it's kind of blurry and gives lens flare and everything's kind of muggy around it, like a like a foggy day. 
Um, and the entire interior of the chamber uh, is covered in satellite dishes and speakers that are reverberating and shaking. And you have a catwalk leading straight to it. Uh, it looks like there's like a whole console and vault built into the middle of the pillar. Oh shit, we've hit the wub dimension. Yeah, like there's hmm. audible background like thrumming happening. Boom, boom, boom. So do we need anything from this room or do we just pass through it? <laughs> we, what what did he call this room again? The, the Deadlight Prism <laughs> Calibration Chamber. Well, do we need to calibrate a Deadlight Prism? I assume it so. It's calibrated to me. Did I miss anything important? Suddenly zombies or anything? I described the chamber. I described okay. the chamber you're in. It's a large dome that's kind of stretched out. It has a giant spire in the middle that's spiky and spooky. There's a catwalk leading to it because the platform is raised. The entire interior is lined with basically uh, hexagonal plates that have uh, satellite dish slash like, subwoofer speakers built into it that are making audible thrumming sounds constantly. Uh, the spire in the middle has a console slash vault built into it. Maybe we should plug in and see what it does. <laughs> well, I guess we're approaching the spire. <laughs> All right. That seems to be the uh, only path forward. Yep, spire is here. It's just, you know, giving off a weird blurry light everywhere. And it's kind of, you know, fudging up your vision a bit. Like it's leaving, it's leaving digital smears when you're moving your head too quickly. Like it's burning out the pixels in your eyes. While they try to plug it in, I'll look clo closely to try to see if I can figure out the purpose of the room. Uh, it's, it's hard to tell. It looks like this room is made for focusing energy. Like, it looks like it's supposed to be an amplifier. Okay. Who's plugging into the spire? Who's interacting with the spire? I mean, we have one droid that has, you know, the calm... What they called it? A scumplink? Alright, alright. <laughs> I mean, you have many droids that, that could have scomp links. Well, of course, use your sibling. That's a disposable person. <laughs> I just want to fry up, you know, K1 for him and whatever, and then you know, have a sibling just take out the mantle as the new heir. The new wielder <laughs> of the orb. Alright, sure, yeah, let's plug my, my sibling in. Alright, uh, your sibling tells you that the console here is actually pretty simple. It looks like a lot of it's automated from supercomputers and other parts of the ship. Uh, this is merely confirming that A, the deadlight prism has been inserted, and B, it's in need of calibration. So it's more of a yes-no thing. Do you want us to calibrate the prism? Should we calibrate the prism? Definitely. Should we press the giant red button? There's not a yes or no button for the force to highlight for me here, is there? I well, mean, you're the force. yeah, no. The force yeah. could give you, could point you towards a direction, like perhaps this is not a good idea, or nothing dangerous will happen. The only way forward is by taking action, Seven. <laughs> Well, it might clear up one of the obstacles that's blocking half the routes in the ship. And it's not like the place is already crawling with zombies, so... All right. What's the worst that could happen? Oh, oh, cool. Damn it! 
<laughs> you had to say it, didn't you? You had to bad, say it. The Republican says, I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> now, oh, this no. is racing. Now, this is, damn it, we were so close to saying, now this is pod racing in the pod racing episode. We were so close and we didn't. Uh, we didn't that's we Star Wars, didn't, baby. We also didn't try that spinning. That's an e-trick. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wizard check. Next time. Okay. Uh, so, for the party except Peter, uh, all of the octagons start uh, flashing lights and spinning up because, like, those hexagonal wall mountings are actually on rings that are starting to spin. Like the whole room is like a giant puzzle box, basically. That's a sphere. So it's starting to spin and solve itself and calibrate. That's why there's a catwalk and a raised platform for the middle. It's the only part that doesn't get fucked around with this. Uh, so things are going to start shaking. And I don't really have a threat for you guys just yet, but we're going to cut to Peter. Peter, do you remember Punished Ghost Hand, that other Nelvanian in battle armor with a piece of fucking metal sticking out of their head that was missing an arm and had a droid arm? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, cool. They're about to fight you because they're the boss battle. They're the mini-boss. <laughs> do they just okay. pop out of nowhere? Oh, you guys don't see shit. So, uh, the room has gone completely dark with the uh, hexagon, for, for Shining Peaks, with the hexagons giving off red light, the spire is thrumming audibly, and from behind it, out of your view, Shining Peaks, rising out of the ground like Psycho Mantis, is Punished Ghost Hand, the Dark Titan uh, threat here. They are a threat to the world. Oh, Ruby. I'm going to open this up with a hard cut I've been saving up ever since Steph uh, did a thing earlier that I didn't call out, because it's a secret for later. Uh, and you are immediately uh, going to take damage as you're hurled into one of the octagons. Or hexagons. Boom. Yeah. That's a good help there. No, I think it's... Okay. Uh, what do you do? Now, for everyone else, here's what happened. The room started spinning, weird energy started going off, and you all started getting, like, you know, displaced. Like, you have to, you know, hold on, grab onto stuff, use web slinging. And then uh, um, Shining Peaks gets picked up and hurled into a wall. Shatters one of those hot hexagon uh, dishes. Hmm. Huh. Weird, right? Do you guys want to do anything yeah. about that? Um, Stretch out a hand. Try and... Oh, right. Catch back to the platform. You're a Jedi. Uh, the area right now feels like it's just marinating in the dark side of the force. Something happened. Something <laughs> changed and you can't see it. Can I turn off the calibration? Yes, and I'm asking her to do that, please. Yes. The calibration cannot be turned off once it starts uh, because it's running through most of the ship's main systems and the hyperdrive. That would cause a feedback Wait. loop that would et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, blow everything up. Okay. No, I cannot turn it off. I apologize. And I powered down my lightsaber after she explains the bit about it being routed through the hyperdrive. Let's not fuck around with the ghost box. <laughs> <laughs> the box full of ghosts, as all hyperdrives. <laughs> it's wickedly haunted. <laughs> Anyway, you're slammed up against the wall. Uh, you feel yourself you're being pulled by Zevin, who you can see down there, but like everything's murky and weird. Everything has that uh, Nintendo Virtual Boy red ray tracing over it. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, with a soothe and calming color. Right, right. <laughs> anyway, another bit of damage is being queued up against you. What are you up to? Uh, I guess I'll have to overcome it. That's you know, just brace for impact. Maybe grab that you know panel that was just slammed against and just you know broke with my face, just to use that as a you know, improvised shield as I you know try to block and come harm. Go for it. Ooh, double ones. So that's a no. <laughs> oh no. Uh oh. Perfect. Okay, uh, so Shining Peaks, as you're pulling her back to you, turns around and grabs one of the panels like they're trying to resist you, Zevin, pulls off a chunk of metal and hurls it at the rest of you. Zevin, take a damage. Shining Peaks, take a damage. And pay a price for interacting with the threat to the world. Of course, collateral damage. Oh, so a bunch of them start falling down. Everyone else take a damage who didn't already. As the room starts ripping <laughs> itself apart. Shining Peaks. Oh, because boy. this place is fucking Thanks, up with Shining space Peaks. and gravity. You now have debris whirling around like a tornado. So, enjoy. <laughs> so, yeah, Shiny Peaks does that to you guys while floating in the air. Uh, and then immediately, like, throws themselves forward, overshooting you guys into the other end of the wall, smashing into another one of those spikes. All right, <laughs> What's the group going to do? Because you now have a maelstrom starting up around you guys, and like lightning's picking up from some of these hexagons from the subwoofer dishes. Um, I'm going to try and protect myself and <laughs> KM. <laughs> Can we see what to target? We can't target, see what to target. Yeah, yeah, it's Shining Peaks. She's gone fucking nuts and is trying to kill y'all. I mean, not no. Turns out being part of a force cult that talks about strength and power and a ghost hand consuming you all probably turns you dark side faster than the Jedi. Or maybe she has the paranoia virus. Yeah, maybe there's something wrong with her and she's a threat to y'all. Hmm. Anyway. Well, maybe all right, <laughs> maybe. I will call out to Shining Peak. Please stop. We're not your enemy. Shining Peak, on your end... Shining Peak, let, let me just cut you off there. Yeah, on sure. your end, uh, you hear... Um, why did you kill your family? You're a goddamn murderer. Whoa! <laughs> oh, boy. What is your coming response, Shining Peak? Coming from... 401km, it's like, murderer, why'd you kill your family? Oh, why are you bringing them into this? Who? Why are you, okay, so Shiny Peak screams out, why are you bringing them into this? Anyway, you got another threat queued up. What do you want to do, Shiny Peak, before that uh, starts to begin to resolve? You get to take an action. Now. <laughs> huh. Hmm. What if I use the little light in the lantern form to point things out, to point out the um, the ghost hand, Just illuminate them where they are? Um, you could give that a try. So I'm going to say that is probably a keep them busy. Sure thing. That's a twelve. Okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, so in the middle of things, uh, Shining Peaks puts out her hand and creates one of those uh, 
lens flare flares at y'all, uh, highlighting an area of the room that's like, like it's highlighting away away from her. And then it gets like super close and that cut's coming down the pipe. Uh, you want to overcome that? Thirteen. I'll overcome. Okay. That's also 12. All right, perfect. You're able to, like, you, you grab another panel behind you and hurl it in front of you, and it explodes before it gets to the rest of the group and just becomes more shrapnel in the storm. So that <laughs> happened. What are you guys up to? Overcomes yeah, so for everyone or getaways because you're in the middle of a shrapnel storm now and lightning's picking up. Oh, you also should pay two prices for acting against the threat to the world twice. Yeah, you do. So I guess I'll suffer a setback and erase one of my bonds and damage someone. How about Kim here? Some shrapnel just gets their way. Thanks, Shining Peak. Hey, <laughs> I think I cleared the pay a price, Rag. You're welcome. It That's reset. Fair. It reset. Huzzah. You're a real friend. <laughs> so I guess, this, you know, isn't even, this isn't even the rough yes. battle. Oh, boy. <laughs> So, so can did I did, could we could we see the silhouette of this thing that's going after Kim? Nope, there's no silhouette. Yeah, I mean, there's not Kim, but a fucking no, I know. Uh, shining yeah, peak. shining peak, shining peak, peak. illuminated it, right? There's, there's no, yeah, but but there's no silhouette of anything. There's just an illumination. So, so it's just like a glowing body. No, just a glowing, uh, general glowing haze, a glow haze. Okay, okay. So, also the question to carry is, do you want to just you know, murder me with your, you know, take out someone from your know, ambush? I Well, I can't murder you. You're, I mean, I'm not a threat to the world. Uh, does it say you yeah, can kill a player? This move does not work. No, it just says it doesn't work against threats to the world. Alright, you want to ambush Shiny Leaks and take him out? <laughs> I mean... Clearly I'm the bad guy here. But he's, you've illuminated this thing. So I'm. I'm, I'm a little bit. Shiny Peak has illuminated nothing. That's true. That's nothing true. You okay. Can act on. So, hmm. so what did the twelve do? Uh, it illuminated. Uh, like one, it allowed her to basically like cut through the illusion briefly and show you that she can use light side force powers because that's what that is. So hopefully that gives you enough telegraphy to know that she hasn't simply gone insane and is murdering you guys. I'm using the evil light, guys. I'm clearly, you know, the evil force user here. Yeah, they're able to push it away for a moment and give you guys force light. Yeah, I don't... Uh, but, again, like is, the move was to illuminate something. There is nothing to illuminate. I can't really give you anything. Fair enough. That. There's nothing no, there. No, no, that's fair. I mean that for the move, too. There's nothing there. Hmm. Anyway, are you going to take out Shining Peaks with your murder powers? Please say yes. I mean, do you want me to take out... I mean... like. like that would be amusing, so go for it. Oh, okay. If you Maybe want me just to do it. Restrain her? You've got um, lots of rope. No, it specifically says I may kill them. I don't have choices <laughs> in this matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing PCs are immune from me being killed. Unless there's an overload here or a yeah. general. Um, exactly. Yeah, you no, just get uh, taken out with all your stats damaged. Yeah, uh, Sicarius will, like, pop out of a vent and just be like shh it's okay shiny peak it's okay calm down calm down and smother shiny Ooh, peak until uh. they <laughs> fall unconscious 
Excellent. I will now use that cut that I got from, uh, what was that that you did, Pete? You made things more difficult or something for yourself? Suffer the setback. Damn it, but it's you doing it. Well, that so is that is definitely... Suffer. Oh, easy peasy. Sh uh, Shining Peak, the setback you have to suffer is as you're dealing with uh, Punished Ghost Hand kicking the shit out of you and your friends, uh, they stumble and catch their breath like they're having a heart attack, leaving them completely open for you to absolutely destroy them. You just gotta leap off the wall and fucking haymaker them. Okay, but... Finish you know. them. I'm I'm taken out, so I don't think I can act. You're not taken out. No, 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 Because no, no. I had to fucking read the cut rules, goddammit. So it ah, hasn't happened okay. yet. Oh, okay. So you have advantage on Punished Ghost Hand. Just roll to finish them. Sure, I'll roll with blood. Excellent. That's a 12 plus. Actually, it's a 14. So Shiny Peaks jumps oh, wow. off the wall, uh, roaring like a, like a demon, and uh, punches Sicarius in the head as hard as she can, uh, while Sicarius <laughs> injects her with knockout venom. I know you said knockout, but that, it won't work this way. It won't work this way if you try to strangle them. <laughs> Too slow. And they take themselves out of the combat, damage all their stats. Both of us? or Yeah, you got taken Just... out, you took, out, uh, yeah. ghost. Okay. You took her out. Anyway, you hit Punished Ghost Hand. Punished Ghost Hand hits the floor, uh, revealing that the battle armor they're in is empty. The helmet spins on the ground and cracks open, revealing your face. And then you get stabbed with knockout poison and go out. God. <laughs> Oof. So your two friends slam onto the catwalk in front of you, and then there's a loud, loud ding sound, and every light goes green, and all the debris just drops to the floor, uh, and the spire starts opening up. What in the name of the... Okay, what's in the spires? Is that going to be Darth Maul in there? <laughs> there is a... There is a series of... I don't know how to describe these. They're more like metal bands and like chains and like a gimbal, I guess. Like, you know how they described what held the Eye of a Tokthon? That, that sort of like d d harness system for the sphere? It's sort of like that. And floating in the middle oh, of it. God damn it, it's the event horizon ball. No. Uh, so so the, the, the gimbal system, which is like, you know, it's it's man portable. Like it's like you could fit it in your hands. It slides out on a rail, uh, and it is removable, and inside, hooked up with wires, is a triangular red holocron. Oh no. The holocron sputters. Uh, starts losing power and light and basically falls out of the gimbal system and smashes on the ground like it was drained. That's not good. <laughs> now, 401KM, I know a lot just happened, but I gotta point out something fairly important to you. Man, okay. that harness system is like the perfect size for the orb. <laughs> Like, the holocron is a small little triangle inside a big, giant, empty sphere harness, but the orb would fit in there almost snugly. Do I calculate that this is a good idea or not? Absolutely. The orb has right, never, never set you wrong. All right, sure, why not? And it turns yeah, out, this whole spire has been your brother trying to get the orb. <laughs> 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 
He engineered the entire planet years ago. <laughs> 10,000 years ago, he released a bunch of like Nova Scotian blue fur point hounds, hounds on the planet and they evolved into the Nelvanians. And he's like, excellent, excellent. This will all turn out. This is all worth it. The guy trapped down there in the zombie room is actually your brothers with a voice modulator. <laughs> right. Asking about the cl- time of the cl- t- Clone Wars because he had to time travel to get here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so he, he's such an old machine that he eventually rusted into being organic and then he had to go back in time to get the ore back and he was alive. Because now he's alive. He's <laughs> <of it. sighs> he like, he like opens up his chest cavity to show his organs. Like, look at my beating organs. I'm more worthy than you. Falls over dead immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you've got the touch you've got the power so you're two so Sicarius and uh, Shining Peaks are Yamcha cratered on the ground but the orb fits in the harness real well and actually lights up multiple parts of it and you just have it the orb is in its harness you've done it you've completed the prism okay now what now just open up the holocron and then all the Sith powers. The holocron's broken <laughs> on the ground and useless now. It's been rendered into scrap. Like, Holden could take it. It's probably worth something to someone who knows how to do Jedi stuff, I guess. Hey, Tora, can you fix this? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, Rudwar is specifically the type of Jedi that works with holocrons. Just saying. Yeah, I, I will actually put that in my satchel, but... Uh... Ah. For later examination. Right. And then Rudwar leaves the holocron between his two Padawans and they start fighting. <laughs> now, here's the point where I would normally begin applying first aid to our to knocked out dumbass friends, but irradiated Bakta, so I, I picked a real winner <laughs> for destroy a fucking piece of gear. That's amazing. You get a... Um, uh, I don't... I don't How are you going to deal with this? Done. In character or out of character? Uh, both. I, okay. I, out I of character? Do... This was a puzzle fight uh, where I just threw a bunch of hallucinations at uh, Peter's character and Peter fought a bunch of hallucinations that was fucking with things. Uh, so there was no threat. There was no one they were fighting. It was themselves they were fighting. They were doing it to themselves. That's it. It's not much deeper than that. It was one of those caves okay. on Yoda's home planet scenarios. I hand Zevin one of the, the first aid kits that I have. In character, you got the key item. This item will unlock the locked doors somehow. Don't worry about it. It does it. Okay, can I get my orb back? Or is it stuck there? No, no, like, like the, the, the harness comes with. Your orb got an upgrade. Your orb has like a little equipment upgrade, like Metroid on it now. Oh, neat. Okay. It does more oh. things. Ooh. All right. So we should... Yeah. Morph so, yeah, acquired. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm going to start by uh, doing some first aid to Sicarius. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, it looks like... It's currently down an arm and, like, probably severely concussed. Yeah, not, well, not what, doing so hot. He definitely has some cracked orbitals, for sure. <laughs> uh. He got punched 
real hard, real angry like. Angry like. Sounds we should, like we should fill our bellies and uh, yeah. I think we wanted to wrap the episode up soon. Yeah, we're we're gonna wrap with you guys having a fill your belly moment where for one km your entire mercenary company, uh, <laughs> Zevin and the Republican, y'all sit down and start to have a meal and like nurse uh, Sicarius and Shiny Peaks back to life. Shiny Peaks, what's your regen like? Um, well, first of all, I have a healing light, so I can heal like one damage per scene. Plus, whenever I rolled a seven plus on any roll, I heal. So I'll eventually be better, but I just need to okay. do some stuff, you know. Walk it off. Exercise this, you know. <laughs> damage toxin out of my system. Walk it off. All right, it's curious. Uh, do you have any way to come? Do you have any way to, to start fixing yourself up, or are you fucked? Oh goodness, no. No, I'm dead. <laughs> okay, like, so I'm you can literally heal. dead, but like. <laughs> so you both can come up with one stat healed for the next session, obviously. But clearly, you guys sit down and have a quiet moment to chat. And I'll say that you two can be awake if you want. You can be knocked out if you want. You can role play with each other. But you, the four of you should probably have a moment to talk. In the prism room. Oh. What, what just happened? I am not uh, entirely certain. I was fighting the ghost hand. There was no ghost hand. I'm mean, gonna say that, but I've seen it. You sort of punch Sicarius's pedipalps out the nearly out the back of his head. Oh my god! But while I was standing where you know the ghost hand was. No, I was I was trying to stop you from killing everybody. Yeah. Well, clearly there was some mistake here. Yeah. I Looking was over his like fully bloody bruised body. <laughs> One of your arms got snapped off. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yes, there clearly was a mistake here. Yeah, there was a ghost in here. They what threw me against the wall. If this was a Republican, if this was a Republic, old Republic research vessel. It, there's an awful lot of Sith technology here. Is that what that mm, triangle was? I'm trying so. I see. Something that would have absolutely no business about aboard an exploratory vessel. Hmm. No, it does not. I mean, unless one of the Mandalorians just posits. I mean, what if they found it on that treasure barge? Because these ships were towing a treasure barge, right? That's true. The one from the extra galaxy ship that was found. So what does that mean? And why would they be foolish enough to pl plug Sith technology into the core of their ship? Humans well, often do foolish things just to see what happens. Why would the treasure barge have you know, red triangles on it? Why would what have red triangles? Why would the treasure barge have the red triangles on it? I love that the red triangles is the word now. Because <laughs> they go faster. <laughs> Upsetting questions. Absolutely upsetting questions all around. 
So as you guys eat your meals and tend to your wounds around your firelight, I realize I made a mistake by ripping off Ian's arm because that was a problem Admiral Trench had to get cyber surgery for. But whatever. Don't fucking worry about it. I'm sure you can get That's a new okay. one grown Future. back. Future me just can just have a cyber arm. arm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. There you go. You just you just got mauled. Yep. <laughs> you fucking lost an arm, dog. That's okay. I look more Go like on. my brother. Yeah, yeah. Now you'll now you'll match your brother. Yeah, I hope you'll exactly. save you even easier. <laughs> they'll they'll take their vengeance on him even sooner. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, you guys in the in the dimming light of your like uh, I guess chemical torches and your meals and you're on this catwalk, just sort of a, uh, you know talk amongst each other and pass away some time before you continue on with the rest of the Proteus. I will say though, as we cut away in the, the dimming fire, quote unquote light, the orb didn't usually glow like a lot, but the gimbal system on it, like the, the harness system is giving off mm -hmm. like area light. Like you could use it almost like a flashlight or a lantern now. Hmm, interesting. Because it has Maybe like, I should put... it has little like portholes and stuff on it that like light will focus through now. Maybe I should put it on a stick now. <laughs> it's still, of course, super carryable. You just added some stuff on top of it. It didn't double in size or anything, so don't worry about that. Okay. It's not a trick. Okay. But it has definitely been changed. Or perhaps it's been oh. or perhaps it has been fixed. Hmm. Alright. Alright. Uh I, I fidget If I fidget with it, does it do anything obvious or does it just have some extra perks now? Uh, those those little portals on it, you can like twist and turn them, and like it'll turn to a spotlight, like a lantern, like it's a flashlight. It'll that orb light it gives off flashlights out now if you want it to in one direction. Ooh. Oh, neat. Okay. Yes, the dead That's light prism be great has if we get been attacked. The dead That's light prism be great has if we get attacked by like Alan Wake ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, if you want, uh, Steph, you can change the name of your orb to Dead Light Prism. Ooh, neat. Okay. Which is what it always that's, was. That's neat. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking air thing where it's like, oh yeah, you get a symbol of your power that anyone will want to like look at and stuff. And it's like, yeah, we're going to make this the most important thing in the entire game because it clearly is. <laughs> I mean, nope, no. And with that, I think we're good to retire for the night. So, I was Devin. I was Stephanie. Yeah. Ian. Holden. And this is sponsored by nobody. Signing off.